Hi, everybody. So this is really fun. This is the first time that I have done this. We are going to be talking about Survivor. The Survivor Game Changers season has just ended yesterday, so this will be heavy spoilers. If you haven't seen the finale, then you want to watch it and then watch us. But my friend Mark Hoban is also a Survivor fan, and he agreed to come on and talk about the season and the finale. And so do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Mark. I uh, write for a film blog, Fast Film Reviews, um, and I'm also a big Survivor fan, and uh, recently found out that Rachel is also a big Survivor fan, and so I thought it would be a good idea to kind of talk about the uh, uh, final episode and our thoughts and what we thought about the season. Yeah, this will be really fun. Yeah, we didn't realize it until this season that we both followed the show. It was kind of fun. And (laughs) a lot of people in my everyday life that are really into Survivor, I I used to, but it seems like I've stuck with it over the years. Yeah. A lot of the people I know have kind of like fallen by the wayside. It's the show that everybody's like, that show's still on. And you're like, yep, still on, still winning Wednesday nights a lot of time. (laughs) It's still good as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, I would take a a bad season of Survivor. Uh, I still think it's pretty darn good. Uh, Even. So it's kind of like a, uh, in my opinion, a bad Marvel film. It's still, it's still good. <laughs> like it's not, uh, not terrible. It's, so it's like the, the the pizza of reality television. It's, it's yeah, bad. It's still pretty good. That's a good analogy. That's better. Or ice cream. I always think of like even bad ice cream. It's still ice cream. Um. So uh, yeah. So what were your thoughts of this season as a whole? Did you like it? Not like it? And the game changers theme. Yeah, so overall, I I thought it was an okay season. I I don't think it was the best, but I don't think it's far from the worst. I thought it had a lot of ups and downs, and I think from day to day uh, watching the episodes, I I got a lot of excitement out of it. I thought there were some really uh, spectacular tribal councils, and we'll we'll get into a couple of those that I thought were the the best. Um, In fact, one of them in the the, uh, finale was was quite spectacular uh so those were all really good i i think um if you were to like show me who the final three were at the beginning of the season i don't know if i would have been super excited about that final three but the way it played out you know week to week i thought it was interesting yeah i i maybe am a teeny bit lower than you on it but i but it's definitely not one of the worst um but i i just uh I felt like it had a really strong pre-merge. It's one of those seasons that have really strong pre-merge and weak post-merge, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm was one of the people that was voted out in sort of spectacular fashion, uh, I think, on the third episode. And that was sort of a... That was a bummer. Yeah. That was a moment where I felt, oh, that was really somebody who... I actually thought he could have gone all the way. At the very least, I think he should have gone a lot farther than he did. So that was a moment that I thought was sort of a, a downturn, a, you know, or was a slight mm-hmm. downturn for this, for this series. Yeah. I mean, my least favorite season is um, uh, Worlds Apart. I just found that one so, I really didn't like Sam Wandel Sir either. Those are probably my two least favorite. I just found them very negative and very, like all this personal stuff kind of got in and, and uh, I don't know, just between Dan Foley and on Worlds Apart and, and the Shireen drama and, all that stuff. I just, I don't know. That to me was really unpleasant. 
And so those what, those two are probably my two my least favorite. One of the things that was nice about uh, this particular season is that they had, which they called Game Changers, um, which I don't know if all of the people were necessarily Game Changers, but they were all <laughs> people who had been on the show before. They had a history, and so they were at least interesting. So you yeah. were starting from a good base of people. And I thought they collected a nice group of uh, contestants. So yeah. it, they had like 12 game changers. <laughs> and then they, they sort of filled it out after that. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, I, I really kind of wish they would stop with these themes. We'll talk about that a little later. But I kind of wish that they would just go back to just Survivor. Outwit, Outlast, Outplay. Because I think sometimes the theme can get a little bit in the way of how people play. I think it can get in the way a little bit of like some of the advantages that they have, some of the things that they do. Uh, whereas I, I guess I prefer it to be a little more pure. And I mean, but I say that and you know, my favorite season was Kageyan. I loved that season. And that also was a really gimmicky season. So, you know, I, it, it just depends, I guess. Right. So, so yeah. Let's talk about your winner pick. Yeah. <laughs> I I thought that Malcolm was going to win speaking of Malcolm. I I really felt like uh I just felt like he had the charisma. I felt like he had the like team building kind of skills the way he in Philippines, the way he was able to just get along with so many different kinds of people and uh and he, I don't know, he was just so charming and uh very likable. Yeah. And he has the good gameplay, so I felt like uh, I felt like he was just sort of, and I, I didn't see people would be really gunning for him the way that they ended up ended up gunning for him. Uh, that you know, when you have Tony and you have Sandra and you have you know all these huge you know winners, JT and stuff like that, like and Sari, I didn't think that Malcolm would be that high on the list to get out so fast. Uh, so I, 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 he was my pick, but sadly. It was not well, to be. And just as a refresher to people, he was uh, voted out because uh, Brad had convinced Ty to play his idol for Sierra. So that negated all the votes that would have gone to Sierra and ended up going on to... Uh, and that was also... Yeah. And I think this is something you wanted to mention, but this was also maybe one of the first tribals where everybody got up and started whispering to each other. Yeah, what do you think about that? Yeah, well, so in that episode, I thought it was kind of exciting. Like, oh my gosh, this is the first time that that's ever happened. And then it started to happen again, and I think it happened a, a, at least another time. And then I started to feel like, well, now we're not privy to all these details that are being, you know, discussed, and it sort of leaves us in the dark. Yeah. So kind of, I had mixed emotions about it. I do feel like that is part of the game, and I sort of trust Jeff. So if he allows it to happen, then I'm starting to think, well, maybe it's okay. But yeah, I, I thought it was okay. But then subsequently, I started to feel less and less enthused about it. Me too. That's exactly, I agree. Like, it's kind of like in Samuel Del Sur when they wanted to swap for the rice. It's like, it was okay. It was kind of fun, different. Nobody had ever asked, you know, Jeff, anything like that. But then when they, we get it again and again, a couple, you know, a couple more times in the season, you're like, okay, it's not, it's not as, <laughs> it's not as novel now. Let's, let's, let's right. keep it keep it normal. Uh, but yeah, I agree, especially in, uh, the, which, which is the one, um, the, I, I really didn't care for it in the, the episode where, uh, Michaela was voted out. Cause I really uh, wanted to hear kind of what they were saying. Troy Zen to like step off. 
Yeah, because I because we talked about that after that episode because I was like, I want to know what Sarah said. Like, I want to know because obviously everyone decided to vote for Michaela, but I was surprised that they didn't vote for. I mean, I I wasn't. I guess I wasn't. I wasn't surprised because I knew it was either to be her or Aubrey. But I wish I could have known why they they decided to all go that way. Right. Um, so that was one where I was like, oh, I want to hear what they're saying. <laughs> but I, I was actually, oh, so I was rooting for Malcolm up until the third episode. And then when he got voted out, I switched allegiances. And I told you somewhere around this time, I think it's when we discovered, I thought Sarah looked good. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I am amazed. I, I don't think it was, I don't think it was obviously predictable. And we'll get into some of the things yeah. why, why it seemed like, I thought she would win and some reasons why I thought she might not win. But I I did think that she was really, I mean, and, and as it played out, she really was good at, mm-hmm. at these alliances with people and making people believe that she was on their side. I wish that the edit had done a better job of sort of telling her story. Cause I agree. She was totally a worthy winner and I'm happy. And she, there's not that many great female survivor winners. There's some, so it's always happy when you see, someone like her, I think, win. That makes me happy. But I wish that they had sort of talked, given a a few more confessionals, maybe about her family or about her stories. I felt more invested in her a little bit more because I don't know. She just, I I felt like they could have done a little bit better job with that. But can we talk a little, I know this is something you might want to discuss later, but since we're talking about Sarah, can we talk a little bit about the way she approached the season and what I thought was yeah so oh sorry go ahead oh just and this is her words but she mentioned how when she originally played she went as herself and she was a little bit nicer about it and she didn't want to burn bridges and she tried to you know be more you know like the way she really was and then in this season she talked about how she got permission from her family and friends that she was going to be the criminal this time not the cop and and you know Mm. play a little bit more manipulative and it's interesting because I think that uh, way of that sort of way of playing was very much like the winner of her first season, mm-hmm. Tony. Yeah, and I think she used a lot of that kind of gameplay to play this, and I think that is why she she did she changed the way she played this time, and I think that that sort of uh, style really worked for her. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. she won. But I, I think it was obvious even back somewhere around the third or fourth episode where she was really using that kind of gameplay to her advantage. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think, and I think you see that quite frequently in returning seasons that the person will play or try to play the way that their winner from their season had played. Right. I feel like you see that fairly frequently. And, and you know, it was really interesting because I felt like she she was pretty critical of Tony at the Kagan tribal council and saying, I could never do that. I could never, you know, I could never swear on my badge. I could never swear on my, on my kids. I could never like that he had done. And, uh, and, you know, obviously after these years of kind of stewing on it, she kind of come around and it sounds like they'd had like, like (laughs) uh, sort of study sessions, if you will, (laughs) from the reunion, uh, her and Tony. So maybe uh, he kind of convinced her that, yeah. uh, is a his way because he's he he was definitely a game changer uh and that was worthy to have that title i think he really changed i think how people have played this game since him you know that nobody like him had ever won that was that like aggressive and intense and 
manic right. and, and everything. He was he was the second one voted out in the series. So it, it's just sort of it's interesting how these things. I mean, he was admittedly in a very strong group of people, but yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was a bummer because they were so close. Like if, if him and Sandra and JT had like, they had that winner's alliance and if they had done that, it would have been so good, but they didn't. So there you go. Uh, but, uh, and he was and he was kind of plain, the whole idea of sort of the spy bunker and stuff like he, he, I, I think he was trying a little bit too hard to kind of fit the image of the person that we all love so much in Kageon right. and uh, as opposed to, a pressure, you know, to like yeah. moves and to and to be a personality. And I think he was more right. focused on being a personality than he was in his actual gameplay. Like he was the yeah. first time. He did a I agree. Job. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, the the I mean, it's interesting because they say that the post merge was the most interesting part, but in reality, I mean, there was. I forget, I'm not good at remembering all the tribe names and stuff, but, but Ceri's tribe, I mean, never really went to, to tribal council. And so it was sort of lopsided in that way, but there were just so many great characters in the pre-merge uh, that, you know, I, I don't know. What stood out to you in the pre-merge game of the season? We uh, talked about Malcolm. We talked about Tony. Oh, like uh, the... Like the in the gameplay, yeah, or just moments or characters, anything. Uh, for me, uh, for me, Sandra was just amazing because I think oh, right. that I, I mean, I wondered. I'm like, man, you're gonna come back and you've already played you won twice. Like that's pretty, you know. Like leave leave while you're ahead. You know. I thought, oh no, very um, ego driven. Like she had, you know, she was referring to herself as the queen, and she was right. doing it openly. And so, I mean, she's fun to watch. She's really like one of the, one of the greats in, mm-hmm. in this game. I mean, obviously she's won twice. Uh, so I, I always found her to be a, you know, interesting personality. I think she, um, she just, a lot of these players though burned really brightly quickly and then they kind of got taken care of. Yeah. But, but I thought that she had to play aggressive for once, which I, I really thought it was interesting to see. And I think she did, even though she did get voted out, like I thought that she did pretty well. And I mean, it was almost guaranteed that she was going to get voted out because her tribe just kept going to tribal council and tribal council and tribal council. If she had gotten a little bit lucky and not had to go to tribal council so many times, I think that she could have been where Sari was very easily because I think that she did great in a lot of those tribal councils. And I was, I was very impressed because at least uh, among certain uh, groups of fans, people are like, "Oh, well, she was just kind of lucky," and blah blah blah. And and uh, twice. yeah, and I I think that's bogus. I think that there is uh, merit to a sort of a more uh, subtle game. Like, not everybody has to be super aggressive to win. Uh, so anyway, uh, you know, she was always the anybody but me kind of uh, a player, but. Uh, but I think that she really proved to me, she, she took away any doubts, certainly that I had, and I didn't have many, uh, that she is one of the greats. Uh, so I was actually glad she came back. I think that it was, it was actually a good choice for her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and I'm just trying to think if there's, if there's anything else, uh, in, uh, the, the post-merge you had, I mean, the pre-merge you had the, I think, I forget when it was where you did have a nice moment with Suri where she, uh, um, you know, wanted to finish the race. Uh, I thought that was kind of nice. I, and, uh, um, 
there were a couple other, you know, just, you do get those nice people moments. It's not a completely cynical show. Uh, like some people might think uh, that, uh, which I uh, like. That, uh, that tribal council with JT where Malcolm was voted out. I thought that was kind of an exciting tribal council. Yeah, that was, that was exciting. It was def- different than I've ever seen before. So, and, and they had uh, in that one, they changed the rules for that tribal. I'm trying to remember. I should have written them down. What did they do? Oh, they just had uh, that uh, the, um, uh, the, uh, what did they do? It was that the person who they had, I can't remember. I I just remember it was something that they didn't give him any time after. That's what it was. They didn't give any time after challenge. They just took him right to final tribal. I can remember. So anyway, okay. So my feelings going into this final uh, was uh, my my feeling was that I thought that Sarah had really created a bitter jury. I felt like she had betrayed a lot of people, and in in a lot of different seasons, you've seen them have a really hard time forgiving a female character that plays that hard. Uh, like a Don Meehan or a, uh, I don't know, uh, the, that they, they, even poverty, you know, was, was held to a really high standard in heroes versus villains, uh, that they have a hard time dealing with that. And so I I thought that Russell Hans, Russell Hans uh, was one of those people that manipulated and he was also did not win. So it has to do with being a woman, but. I, I don't know. I could be, I could be off on that, but it, it's just, I it, like someone like Cass, they were very hard on Cass, you know, somebody like that, uh, even though she wasn't a finalist, but anyway, I, uh, I, I feel like I, I, I felt like she was really going to suffer at that jury. And, and I felt like Brad had gotten this somewhat hero of an edit up until then. I felt like he was portrayed very positively when he hadn't been portrayed positively before and uh and so or at least a lot of people didn't i wasn't as negative on brad as other people were i i don't know i i found candace to be a little bit more annoying to be honest in that season <laughs> but uh but a lot of people hated brad and here he gets this really positive edit and i just felt like positive edit i felt like she created a bitter jury so i i was really going into the thinking that brad was going to win and i know that you <laughs> You didn't think that, <laughs> right? But what kind of what was your thoughts going into the finale a little yeah. bit, a little bit? So first of all, I think Sarah, as far as her ability, she masterminded every vote. She was always on the right side. She yeah. Always, and Zeke pointed this out in the finale. She was always she flip flopped a lot, and that is dangerous. The mm-hmm. fact that she's doing that, I think, is almost possibly unprecedented for someone to flip flop as much as she did. But I think it's the way she did it. She, what, she masterminded every vote, but she did it in sort of a nice... So this, is, this would distinguish her from somebody like uh, Russell Hans or even maybe Cass, as you mentioned. She did it in a way that didn't piss people off right then and there in the moment. She did it in a nice way. And it sort of, it was in the moment, I think... For example, she was able to get Sierra's... Uh, uh, even Sierra gave her her advantage even after she had voted her out because she wasn't even aware that of what she had done. So I think it was the social game that she did that was so strong. And I, I feel like 
I just have faith in the way that she played the game and the way that the people mm-hmm. judged her that they would vote for her respecting her gameplay. I'm much more, even though I'm older, I kind of align myself with the millennials in their thinking. If you notice in the final uh, finale, Zeke and Michaela both were strong proponents of Sarah. And you have Ozzy and... Uh, uh, Debbie. Debbie, who were very strong proponents of Brad. They were very old school, and I get Brad's gameplay. Game, Brad won challenges. I mean, that's what he did, and he was good at it. But he didn't have the social game, and... I wouldn't say that. I felt like he did a pretty good job of, like, forming a core alliance of... I mean, I guess some people give that credit to Sierra, but... but I think he gives her some credit, at least, for, for having... On, he was always on the outs, though. He, he was never really masterminding the vote. A lot of his alliances, the people he wanted to be there, got voted out. Uh, the, it, he wasn't in control. And I think people were aware of it. And I'm not exactly sure why, but they think that Sierra was masterminding that group. I, that I, I don't quite understand why they think that. Maybe... But I mean, because mm-hmm. I wasn't there, but from what we saw on television, it wasn't clear that yeah. was the brains is what they called it of his group. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, I think in the beginning of the game, I didn't see it. I, I saw he was somebody and he was good at challenges. And at the end, the finale, which I don't know, is this unprecedented? Six people in a finale. I mean, we didn't even, we, we were six people uh, to the end. But anyway, up until yeah. that point, we had always seen brad in sort of a certain light and the finale sort of showed it made a strong case for his uh outplay game because yeah. he, what is it i think he won all five challenges in the finale or, right. or i don't know if they were all in that moment but he won five challenges uh that's incredible and so yeah. that's where i started in the finale is where i started to see that brad could possibly win because of that mm-hmm. but up until that point i i didn't see it yeah, I mean, it's it's so random sometimes, like, in uh, Millennials versus Gen X, when, uh, I, you know, Aubrey, to me, had played, like, the great game, and Michelle ended up winning. So it's 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 just hard. You know, juries, that's the, one of the great things about the the game is that it is just the tribe decides, you know? And they can pick whatever criteria they want to vote for a person or not vote for a person. A lot of it, too, has to do with who you're sitting next to. As mm-hmm. Jeff pointed out, if Brad had sat next to Ty, there's a good chance that Brad would have won. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, a lot of it, you know, Brad versus Sarah. I I saw Sarah, but you know, I guess yeah. Was- once this episode started, I I saw Sarah, but up until then, like I just felt like he'd gotten such a positive edit, and he really got a more negative edit in that finale, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> Uh, but uh but yeah i can see i mean i was really impressed with sarah too so i have no problem with her winning and i think it's it's a, a nice character arc to see her from Kagion. and one thing i thought was interesting is she says i was always in the middle which is really interesting because that's the same thing that happened in Kagion. but the problem was is that in Kagion, when she gets voted out she was sort of relishing the fact that she was the, the one in the middle and the one who was going to decide everything. And she was kind of lording it over Cass, which is a big mistake to do for Cass. And, and that that's when Cass kind of turned on her 
And they ended up voting her out because she was the one who was thinking she was on top. And so there was, I think, a, a little bit of a humility almost to her play this time, which is always nice to see. And it was just interesting to see her grow yeah, as a player. Definitely in control. Mm-hmm. Sarah, even though she was in the middle, she was constantly vacillating between two sides. And every person she wanted to go home did go home. She yeah. was always on the right side of the vote. Yeah. So I, I, it's amazing how she was able to keep doing that, but uh, she was. And that was unlike her previous season where she wasn't always on the right side. Yeah, and, and just not kind of uh, rubbing it in people's faces or anything like that. Like, I think that uh, that she did a good job being kind of humble. And that's, I think, a big part. Like, you can have a winner like Kim Spradlin, who is so dominant, uh, but people don't res- – people like her. People want to vote for her. Because even though she was so dominant, she was, she was, they liked her. <laughs> and I think that's a big part of it is that you have to get people, that's the social game is you have to get people to like you. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, it's interesting. Speaking uh, of um, humility, I, I want to touch on uh, Brad's behavior in relation to Ty. Yeah. Let's okay. talk about that. Cause that was kind of, um, it was, it was weird. Bit, yeah. I mean, so my feeling is first of all, I think that, and it, Jeff sort of showed this, I think there was a big mistake, and I, I thought this even even as it was happening. Why was, uh, first of all, there was something, there was some, Brad had so much anger towards Ty for having, you know, sup- supposedly betraying him, and he just wanted him out. And mm-hmm. I think he was letting his anger speak, and if you really looked at it objectively, what he wanted to do is get Sarah out at that moment, keep Ty, and I think Ty would have been a weaker person to go up against what's what i was gonna ask like is there any method to his madness though because if if he believed that sarah had created a bitter jury which you know like i saw uh, from the edit but if that's what he believed does it make it's kind of like going to the end with russell hans like you you want to go to the end with him because he's created this bitter jury and so if he believed that that's the only reason it makes sense to keep sarah but right. I, well, if, if he thought that i think i think he he, he obviously mis, misread the jury. Yeah, for sure. Sarah's gameplay was much more subtle and likable. And then the other thing is, still getting back to like him and Ty, his uh, treatment of him in the way like, you know, well, you're going to do this. And, you know, I'm essentially, I'm the king and you're my subject and you yeah. give me your idol or I'm cutting you. And, and Ty had sort of the right reaction like, I'm so glad that Ty didn't give him the idol. Yeah. At the very least. He was really bullying in that moment. And that's kind of where I started to actually, that's the moment where I disliked Brad because I think up until that point, I think he was more likable. They didn't show moments like that. There was a moment between him and Debbie earlier in the season. But But that that was weird. I was like, what is she doing? It seemed more like it was on her. Like, why are you, why are you going off? But then it's going to make the question, maybe there was some stuff, you know, that we just didn't see. But mm-hmm. at that moment, I thought, okay, this is a guy drunk with power, you know, and, and I sort of started to lose any, at that point, I didn't want him to win. Mm-hmm. And I think you sort of heard that in the finale when they kept reading Sarah's names, the, the applause started getting louder and louder. I mean, it was yeah. like, there is sort of a feeling, you know, I mean, when you're playing the game, it's one thing. And then when you watch it on TV, it's probably another. But it seemed like everybody was sort of in the same boat. I mean, and there have been sort of machismo kind of winners before uh, that, uh, you know, that aren't as 
I don't know that are, uh, but I don't know. I feel like the edit usually kind of makes you like them a little bit more. Yeah, that was rough in that final edit for for him. I definitely. I think that my theory on Brad is that I think that he's probably the kind of guy who's used to hanging out with bros, you know, with guys that are just kind of his style. And so someone like Ty is just someone so different that he's used to dealing with on a daily basis. I have no idea. I don't know the man, so I could be totally wrong, but that. I'm, yeah, and I'm okay with somebody who, you know, has that sort of ego-driven uh, desire to win and succeed. I mean, uh, the desire to excel in things is a good quality, and that's kind of probably what made him a successful athlete. Yeah. But Ty's... That interaction, though, with Ty was yeah. beyond the pale. I, I think that was the moment where I was like, okay, you've gone too far. And then yeah. he, obviously, he did sort of accept it because he, in the... Finale. apologized yeah yeah he's all i mean he obviously saw something there that i whoops i i went too far i mean i want to yeah. i want to be the winner but i don't want to like demean people so yeah i think that ty's like a very emotional person he's just he's just yeah. I, my guess is he's just totally different than the kind of person that brad typically hangs out with and, and deals with and uh and by the time you're on that that late in the game your your nerves are were raw and uh so i i'm not too hard on him but it wasn't a good moment i agree right, right. <laughs> I, I get it i mean i'm not like chat i'm just i'm just saying yeah. that was a moment that where he needed to like you said he should have had a snickers and just <laughs> calm down <laughs> yeah take a breather yeah Agreed. Yeah, no doubt. Well, let's go back a little bit, backtrack a little bit, and let's talk a little bit about this Suri vote. So Suri Fields, a lot of people's favorite Survivor player, mine included. Uh, I love her ever since Panama. Uh, she's the, the woman who got up off the couch, you know, and she, she's just always been not only so likable, but also so brilliant in her strategy. And I think it hurt her a little bit this time oh, around. When you say the Suri vote, are you talking about the idol vote with all the idols? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Suri vote off, yeah. So we're going back from the Thai situation. Uh, but uh, I, I think it hurt her a little bit this time around, the fact that she didn't go to tribal council until so late in the game. I think that you want to go to tribal council a couple times just to kind of see where everybody else is and just kind of, I don't know, I think it helps you in your game a little bit. And, uh, but I don't know, she, I mean, she's great. It, it was a tough thing. I guess that she had gotten, she had hurt herself the episode before by playing the clue that was non-transferable. Right. So let, let's just, it's the yeah. stealing Sarah's vote was the thing where she decided to play it against Sarah in order to help her. I, I do believe she was being sincere, but <laughs> that's odd. It was confusing. Even for her, even though she was being sincere, I think Sarah had to think, what are you doing? And I think the relationship, so it seems like she sort of recovered in the following episode a bit because she sort of pushed it on Ty and Ty sort of accepted it. Mm-hmm. But that was a moment, that was a pretty major moment where I think Sari sort of lost a little bit. Yeah, and it, it was a bummer. I was really depressed. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, because uh, I I wasn't a big fan of I don't know. I was just she was the one I most wanted to win, of course. Yeah. Of these, you're, and, not, you're not alone. Sari is one of the most likable players, and and we we can tell this from you know the social media that people like her a lot, and yeah, and with good reason. So I, I kind of I kind of wish they would do a. a uh, Redemption Island, South Pacific kind of season and have, you know, where you have two leaders 
return and then all newbies. I kind of wish they'd do one with Suri and Kim Sprodlin. I think that would be really cool. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, 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 I just, I don't know. I just love her. I think she's just a great person and really wonderful. And, and it was a tough situation because I guess she had gotten the clue really close to tribal. So that's why she hadn't like read it clearly right. enough, but it did make her look kind of stupid. And, right. I don't so know. That. And then the other thing is let's talk about the actual vote where every single person played an idol or had an idol played on them. So yeah. it never happened before. Uh, everyone it never happens again. <laughs> yeah. So every, well, so this is the thing. I mean, first of all, I don't know how Ty held on to those two idols. There were votes where he was getting yeah. votes. And then they said, well, let's re-vote. And he still didn't play an idol. I know. I, I don't know. understand. Like, I want to talk to Ty and say, why did you feel comfortable never to play an idol? But anyway, we had this weird, perfect storm where every single, Troyzan had an idol. You know, uh, uh, it was it Sarah had her idol. And then we had, uh, or her advantage. Advantage. Yeah. And then we had... Uh, uh, I give Aubrey the idol. So then it left the only Suri. Everyone is protected except for Suri and Suri goes home by default. Now here's the thing. So yes, on one moment you can say, oh my gosh, so unlucky, so unfair. But here's the thing where it is a little bit fair. Suri has never found an idol in all the game time she's played and she's Mm -hmm. never won a competition. So she needs to do that. Like that is part of the game of Survivor. So if she wants to be successful, she's going to need to find an idol. If she had found an idol, then she could have played one herself. But yeah, you know, she she hasn't done that. So I do agree. I didn't like the fact that she went home. I was bummed about it. But then I sort of have to make peace with it. And I think, you know what? If she had just found an idol, and you know, one of the times, then then she would, you know, or. See, Ty could have given her the idol too, but I think Ty felt closer to Aubrey at that point. I think she had lost Ty's trust. Yeah. So anyway, that's, I think. Yeah. That's and, and she lost his trust. You know, what are you going to do? That's part of the game. I, so. And I do feel like that is part of the game. I mean, everybody had an idol and they all played it. So, you know. I guess my, my gripe with it is that we should never get to a point where there's that many advantages and idols. And because then we saw two votes in a row that screwed up three fields game. You know, you're just like, because of advantages and idols and crap like that. And you're just like, you're, you're moving the more advantages and, and stuff that we add and inject into the game the more we lose the spirit of what survivor is which is strategy and and uh, you know it becomes more of a of a luck kind of a thing and uh, because you have this this element and so that's the only thing that i would gripe about is that slow down a little bit we don't we don't need to have so many idols in the game we don't need to have so many advantages in the game i have a question and i don't even know if we could even possibly figure out the answer but i'm curious what do you think if Ty had only played the idol for himself and he didn't play it for Aubrey, what would have happened? Like, let's say he says, I'm going to, Jeff, I'm going to play this idol for me. What would happen? Would any other people step forward? Or It's an interesting question because, uh, because Sierra said in her exit, in one of the extra interviews I listened to that they didn't think that highly of Suri, amazingly enough that, that they were like, she's not doing a whole lot. She's not that. So that they have this weird, idea of her so i could actually picture them voting aubrey off if it was between the two of them because of what she had said i mean it seems crazy how could you not vote suri fields one of the best strat you know statisticians in the game's had that but i don't well, know the vote was i don't know if this was revealed on tv but or maybe it was 
if no one had played an idol whatsoever, Sarah would have gone home. She got three votes from Sari, um, Aubrey, and Ty. Okay. And two, two voted for uh, Ty and one voted for, uh, Aub- was it Aubrey? Aubrey, okay. I think, yeah, that was Aubrey. So Sarah would have gone home if no idols had been played. Now, I knew that uh... that, would, that would have never happened. Because I know I mean, Ty had two idols and, and, and everybody else had idols as well. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, did she? So did this, I wonder if Sri was ever voted for the whole season. And yet she went home. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't recall any votes for her, but I'd have to check that. But I don't know. I, that's the only, like, the only gripe I have with is that I wish, I, and again, it's hypocritical of me because I love Kagiyan and you had the Tyler Perry idol that season. So, uh, you know, it's, it just depends, I guess, how it plays out. But that was a bummer. I thought how that vote got. I was very sad. But uh, but there you go. That's part of the game. Is it's unexpected. So, um, okay. Let's see. We already talked about Sarah being in the middle. Um, let's see. Um, so yeah. Then Brad decides to. When we, I guess we want to talk about the Audrey vote, Aubrey vote off at all. Cause it was, I, I was disappointed with her a little bit this time around. I, I guess she was just always not able to get into an alliance or get with people. Okay. Yeah. This, we don't have to talk a lot about Aubrey, but this is the thing. Uh, with Aubrey, I feel like uh, she was good. First of all, I don't think the edit focused on her that much. Mm-hmm. We didn't see- get to see as much about her no hardly any confessionals her her good thing is that she avoided being voted out herself (laughs) however every person that she made an alliance with got voted out i mean so she wasn't good at keeping the people that she wanted to be around her she just was good at protecting herself so you know i think she was she was fine but I, i i don't think this this season of survivor wasn't her finest moment yeah, it's too bad because I really thought she played so great in her first season, and I, I really thought she should have. I mean, it, it, they jury picks whoever they want, but I felt like she played the best game that season. So, uh, uh, but uh, she played oh well, game this season, and I do think that the editors didn't show her as much. Yeah, so we didn't get as much chance to bond with her. So I'm I sure that's true. I don't think that's her fault. I think it's just it's just the edit, you know. I'm sure that's true. Um, so. Yeah, so she goes home, and then we get to Brad deciding to that he he's had it with Ty, he's frustrated, and he's going to take Sarah and uh, Toyzan to the final. Uh, I already said that maybe there's some method to his madness, but this definitely did come off on the show as a real boneheaded move on part yeah, of Brad. Big mistake. I, I think he, he blew it there. I think he, we said this already, but I think he he misjudged the jury and he let his ego overtake a careful consideration of what Sarah had done. Yeah. And I think if if he really thought, I mean, maybe he would never have come to this conclusion, but I think if if he had been sort of cognizant of everything that was going on, he would have gotten rid of Sarah and and kept Ty. And yeah. then, and then even it did show, and I the jury still was sort of split, even with Ty he still doesn't quite have a landslide, but then yeah. he just showed how the, that Troy's end would be the tiebreaker. So, I mean, I, I, I kind of didn't really like how they did that at the finale because I, I feel like uh, now this is months later. This is, you know, they're not in the moment. They're not in that. I don't know. I, 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 I have to say, I love that. I, 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 like, 
I like to see, I know it's like, it's pouring salt on the it's wound. Hap- it's hypothetical though. It's not the real, right. like. You, you take it with a grain of salt. I, I agree. But I, I do like, it, it's sort of, it's sort of, it's like an instant replay or like what could have been. And I think sometimes you, remember what was that one uh, where, um, who was the guy, uh, it was Tony, Tony season, uh, the guy that took Tony. Oh, woo. Woo. Yeah. That, that was, was like one of that was horrible, and like everyone at home was screaming, "Woo! Don't take Tony! <laughs> what are you doing?" Like that was yeah. even more obvious, I think, to everybody. But yeah, you know, I agree. That kind of that's the moment that sticks out in my mind, you know. But that so that kind of thing. So it's a little bit with Brad. I don't think his his move wasn't the worst. I mean, I I think to your credit, I think Sarah did do a lot of flip-flopping and turning on her alliances. So it's believable that people in the jury would have resented yeah. her enough to give it to Brad. And I think being in the moment for Brad, it's easier for us at home because we yeah. see I Well, and sometimes, sometimes at Ponderosa, they have time to just like stew on it. And I can't believe she did that. And I, I kind of wondered if Sierra would just sort of stew on it, you know, that she would feel like I gave her my advantage and that she voted for me and, you know, whatever kind of a thing. Here's another thing. I think once uh, Ty got voted out, don't tell me that he didn't go into that jury and say, listen, guys, listen to how Brad talked to me. You yeah, know, yeah, that's I'm, true. I'm sure. And, and Ty's likable. So I, I don't think people are going to like, you know, well, I don't know. They're probably like, oh, my gosh, he talked to you like that's not right. <laughs> I'm sure that, you know, to some people, I mean, obviously to like Ozzy and Debbie, they respect his ability to outplay everybody. So they were kind of like, oh, well, you know, that's not good, probably. But at the same time, he did outplay everybody. So it wasn't enough to change their minds. But I, 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 would, I can imagine that Ty might have turned a, a mind or two. Yeah, with, yeah, that's probably, yeah. I could see it. That, that does happen all the time. Like that right. definitely happened in Caramoan, where, where uh, for some reason, like Philip and some of the other people just had it, like they didn't like uh, Dawn and they soured that. I mean, it, she didn't help herself, but. They, if you watch the Ponderosas from that season, they uh, they were just talking about smack about Don the whole time. Oh, yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, uh, it's it's interesting. So let's see here, what else? Uh, so let's just talk for a second about Troyzan. <laughs> so uh, is he did? I, I I was surprised he didn't make the argument to the jury that nobody had ever written his name down because I feel like that's his best argument. He didn't have much of an argument, but I felt like that's his best argument, and he didn't even make it. I, I mean, I, to be honest, I think never having your name written down might even be a negative in a sense. I think Troy, Troy Zan is somebody who was likable, and he was considered sort of. I mean, I almost feel like it's you're considered a non-entity. Like they didn't yeah. even consider you enough to 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 try to vote you out. I think he he became the sort of person that I think Brad anyway was going to take with him to the end because he realized well I'm going to definitely win against this guy because I'm the one orchestrating everything. Yeah. So I, I think um, you had asked me uh, previously the, to the podcast was Troy's end delusional or is there an argument made for him you know uh, for never having his written name down? No, I I think he's delusional. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he's a likable guy. I, I think Troy's end's really a likable guy. But as far as winning the season, I think they even kind of uh, discussed this in the um, the finale of how 
there's the driver and there's the passenger and, and he really yeah. was the passenger. I Agreed. Agreed. I was kind of glad though, because I felt like out of one world, he had this, like people over hated on him and I was kind of glad that he came back and he was likable and yeah. kind of, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Um, so yeah. So Sarah says I'm the criminal tonight. The jury is the police officer. And I thought she did a very good job with a bitter, with a somewhat bitter jury of managing that. I mean, it was a lot better than say Russell Hans, you know, who's, who was, was, there was no humility at all in, in Russell. That's right. part she of his shtick. She did it humbly. It's the way she did it. It's not that mm-hmm. she did um, backstab people. She was honest about it. Yeah, she accepted it, but and she did it in a way that she sort of said, like, I did this because of the game, and, you know, I, I no hard feelings. And, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But I, I think she did it in a way, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously she won. I, she did it in a way that didn't, uh, tick people off to the point where they weren't going to write her name down. I think yeah. the only, uh, so I think Ozzy and Debbie wrote Brad's name down mainly because they respected his sort of alpha male ability to just win challenges and, and push through, um, you know, and, and then I guess Sierra wrote Brad's name down also that I'm not exactly, we don't really know. I, I'm guessing maybe because, you know, Sarah took her idol and then, you know, voted her out. I, it's hard to say why. Maybe she mm-hmm. just respected Brad. Yeah, so Brad got three votes. He did. It's, right. I looked I looked it up as Sierra was the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Sierra also was on his side for a pretty big part of the season. It was only at the at the very end that she kind of flip-flopped mm-hmm. to Sarah's side. And I, I, I'm sure that knowing that Sarah basically voted her out in order to get her advantage left a bitter taste in her mouth. And understandably, I, I don't begrudge uh, Sierra's decision to vote for Brad, I, I probably would have yeah. done the same thing. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I mean, Brad wasn't great, but he was certainly wasn't one of the worst ever. Like he, 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 but he could have just been more humble. Like that's the that was his weakness. You know, that's your fatal flaw. And there's anything if there's anything about Survivor is that it it exposes because of the elements, because of the other things, it exposes your fatal flaws and and uh, <laughs> you. You know, that's what makes it interesting is, uh, you know, we all have these. And so I think those, one of your uh, things was uh, the final three and what did I think about them? Yeah. I think it's a pretty, I mean, Troyzan is, is probably, you know, obviously the weakest of the three, but I thought um, Brad and uh, Sarah are, are worthy opponents. I mean, I think there are times where like somebody wins in a landslide or you walk into the finale thinking, well, it's obviously going to be somebody. This one right. had at least a little bit of, you know, possibility. So I, yeah. I, I thought it was, I thought it was a decent final three. I, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously in my dream world, I would have preferred Suri in there, but what do you, you know? Right, right. right. <laughs> or Malcolm or. You know, yeah. Or no, but it was, it was solid. It was good. It, it, uh, it wasn't, you know, one of these ones that's pretty obvious. So that was good. Uh, so Okay, let's see. We're kind of jumping around a little bit, so let me see. Um, so they have this new uh, new method, this Q and A format for the final tribal. What did you think of that? Uh, okay, so the uh, just to kind of briefly recap for people who may not know, usually right. what they do is in the finale they have every single member of the jury walk up and say their piece and, and give a question, and in this time. Uh, it was more of a free-form discussion, uh, sort of uh, under the, the titles of Outwit and then Outplay and Outlast, 
where Jeff would sort of allow people to kind of almost jump in uh, mm -hmm. and give their, their thoughts in the moment uh, as, as they saw fit. Uh, I, to be honest, I liked it. I, I think the thing I liked about it was uh, it allowed people to say, well, this is why I am voting for so-and-so. And then it's like, well, no, I'm voting for this person because of such and such. So I kind of like the ability to somebody to say something and then the other person to be able to piggyback on their idea or respond and say, no, I don't agree. In the original format, I think it sort of forces everybody to say something. And sometimes out of the, you know, the, the people that are in the jury, there are usually a couple people that are just repeating the same thing or yeah. You know, you're saying, well, you're only speaking because you're being forced to speak. Yeah. You know, like when people spoke, it had a little bit more passion behind it. Yeah. I'll, I'll highlight Ozzy. I thought had a really good thing to say. I thought uh, Zeke had a good thing to say. Um, uh, Debbie and, uh, and Michaela. I think Michaela had something sort of interesting. To, uh, she yeah. pointed this uh, question to uh, Brad about, well, what do you know about me? You know, and, and I thought, so those kinds of things I thought were good. So overall, I liked it. What did you yeah. think? I liked it too, actually. I thought it was way less boring than the oh, typical okay. Final Tribal. Uh, because, I, and I feel like particularly this season, you would have had all this, there was already kind of this grandstanding, I call it, you know, where where you had uh, people giving these speeches and that's totally their right to do. It's their Final Tribal. But I felt like that would have been even worse if it had, uh, if it had been the traditional format. And I find that, I don't know, it's just not my favorite. So this was, this minimized that as much as it was going to be minimized. And it, it, it just kept it moving. It wasn't boring. Right, right. No, okay, good. Yeah, I, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, I think there's more grandstanding in the original format where yeah, I agree. everyone is forced to give a speech. And sometimes people are being, are talking that don't even really have anything interesting to say. And here I felt like people spoke up. I mean, like even Jeff, uh, uh, opened the floor and Zeke's hand went right up and said, "I uh, let me start." Yeah, and, and he had something to say. You know, it was interesting. Yeah, or you get like ridiculous questions, like when a uh, Natalie asked a uh, a poverty who she wanted to like make out with. You know, <laughs> the, 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 the jury, and you're just like, that's weird. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. So this was much better. I, I well, not much better, but I really I liked it. I thought it was a good good change. I was a fan. I, I'm okay if they want to bring it back. I don't know if it needs to be under the titles "Out with Out Play Out Last." That's mm -hmm. a little bit restricting. I almost like the idea of even making it more freeform, just mm -hmm. you know, letting somebody speak, you know, and 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 whatever. But but I, I liked I liked the I liked the open forum. Do you have any preference for final two or fi versus final three at all? Uh, that's a good question. I think. I mean, the thing about like this season could have been a final two. I mean, I think uh, Troy Zen was essentially kind of like out of the equation. Right. But I mean, I think there are times where adding a third member, I don't know. I, I think, what, do you know, has it been final three? The last final two we had was in Kagan, uh, I think. Okay. Because Kagan definitely had final two, but that and uh, and I can't remember if. Um, I don't have strong thoughts on the matter. I would say I guess I probably just because they've been doing final three, I'd say just continue with it. But mm -hmm. I, I guess I don't have. Do you have strong feelings about? Um, I actually prefer the final three because I feel like in final two seasons, there's always one person who I'm like, oh, 
if only they'd gotten in like in oh. Amazon or something like that, where you're like, where Rob's sister Nina ends up in third place. You're like, Oh, third place or, right. or in well, a, so here's an example. I mean, think about if it was Brad, Sarah and Troy Zen, and somehow uh, Troy Zen wins the final challenge. I'm sorry. Uh, Brad wins the final challenge. Yeah. Obvious. With, with then it would be him. And yeah, if it was final two. Troy Zen for sure. <laughs> and then or just, so that would have been less interesting. So if, if they'd had a final three for fans versus favorites, then Sarif Fields would, would be a survivor winner because uh, she was uh, she lost in uh, making fire. And uh, so, yeah, it, it, uh, it, I prefer the final three. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I would say now that I, I thought of the fact that it could have been Brad and Troy Zan, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Um, let's keep going here. Let's see here. Um, Okay, we talked about the jury. Um, so, yeah, so we agreed. The right one won. Even though I went into it thinking that Brad was going to win, I still am very happy that Sarah won. It was good. Okay, yeah. I, agreed. I, I was good with that. The, the edit. I was paying too much attention to the edit. Um, okay, so now we get into the reunion show. Let's talk about it for a second. Uh, let's see. We already talked about the alternate vote. I wasn't a big fan of that. And it took too long, I felt like. Uh, It it took too long because Brad would not be quiet. It's like, (laughs) just quiet. Let Jeff do it. Yeah. And I was frustrated. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that that Jeff thought it was going to be this, like, obvious thing. And and then the fact that it was a little bit more sort of mixed was, like, not the great moment that he wanted it it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, so let's talk a little bit about this. We, I kind of skipped over it because we figured we'd talk about it now. So this uh, Zeke and Jeff Garner moment that happened, this was bef- the vote before the merge. Jeff Garner had never made a merge, and he, uh, I think that that was part of sort of his mania of the moment was just, and, but there, uh, there's no excuse to, to what, what he did. But so he outs. Zeke as this transgender, as a transgender person and uh, a transgender man. And he does it in a way that's saying that this, you, you shouldn't trust him because he's transgender and that that's somehow deceitful in nature. Obviously that's ridiculous. Uh, and it's so surprising because Jeff Garner would be the last person that I would have ever expected to do something like this. Right? Yes. No. I think at this point, like Jeff Garner realized what he did. He he's apologized it. He's he's owned his mistake. And I'm kind of like ready to move on. I think at the time, yes, in the moment, I thought, oh my gosh, I can't believe he did this. Uh, But I I think he 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 had a a momentary lapse of misjudgment, and 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 he's been raked over the coals over social media, and he has accepted his 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 mistake. And I think you know I'm ready to forgive and let's move on. Like I I don't yeah. It's a, it's a done. Discussion. Do you think that the show handled all that well, though? Did you feel like I it? So I, I know there's been a lot of discussion about like you know they didn't have to air it and all that, but they went to Zeke and and he did give the okay, and so I mean I know these things, so right. I, I and he's been okay with it. So if he's okay with it, then then you know I'm just a viewer. So right. I'm. I think, I think in the, in the, you know, at the moment it happened, you don't know, you kind mm-hmm. of wonder what's going on. Is this something that he was aware of? And, and, you know, but then once you realize like all the stuff, 
I, I became okay with it. So I, 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 my feeling is that the CBS acted fine. It was, it was, you know, it was certainly a, it became a, a, a way for the topic to be discussed by, you know, many different people. Right. And I, you know, the show is, I, I think in a way it was kind of proof in a way that the show is real. The show is what it is and people do crazy stuff and people, you know, uh, and uh, so, you know, you just kind of, it's this weird little microcosm of, of how people behave when they're under pressure and when they're with people that they don't particularly know, you know, like when they're all, have, they have all these factors all coming in all at once and, you know, what, what are they going to do? And so, yeah, it was, it was interesting uh, and uh, certainly a big moment of the season, but yeah, I agree. I, you know, I'm glad he got a new job and everything. <laughs> everything uh is uh working out so um uh, so one question i had uh we talked about maybe a little bit about this but if if it had been if it had come down to sari and sarah uh it, it, do you who, do you think that who do you think would win in that hypothetical yeah that's a really good question uh i i don't know like as well so as a viewer you think Sari could win because she's so likable. But then you mentioned that was it Sierra or mm-hmm. some people didn't quite value Sari's gameplay as much. So yeah, it still might be up up for discussion. Yeah. Um, but I think that's an inter- that's a good question. I I, I kind of I would have loved to have I would have loved for Sari <laughs> just to have the opportunity to be in the end. And yeah. let, let the chips fall where they may. If she doesn't get voted on, then that's the way it was meant to be. But, you know, we'll never know. Yeah. Yeah, we never will. It's just hypothetical. I, I think that Sarah probably would have still won, just from what I've heard of the... Uh, and, and I don't think that Suri had that many moves that she could own that were, like, her moves. I think that's why she probably did what she did, is that she could say, like, I, you know, I did this uh, secreted, you know, advantage thing. And I, you know, I, I think that that's part of the reason why she did that. Uh, but, but who knows? Who knows? Sari has the social game down. If, if it's yeah. just about social game, Sari would beat Sarah because uh, Sari is more likable and Sari wasn't, you know, yeah, that's true. backstabbing as much as Sarah. However, Sarah, you know, I think was more of a master of her own destiny. And yeah. I think Sari was a little bit adrift on the current, you mm-hmm. know, and, wasn't quite as active in what was happening and and it really kind of got away from her at the end and i think so i yeah i i agree you i you made me i i think sarah would have probably still won yeah interesting um so let's see here um i have a question yeah would you like to see in this season which of the cast members would you most want to see again Let's like pick two people, and then who would you least want to see again? Um. Well, I I would most want to see. Let's see if I had to pick like two players. I so one I would like to see again, and I think you may, you may agree with me is Malcolm. I feel like yeah, he just great. didn't in this hand, in this season. So I'd like to see him come back and maybe have a chance to go a little farther. Um, so Malcolm would be one for me. Yeah, I agree with Malcolm. He was definitely for sure. I I have no interest really in seeing JT again. I feel like he's been a dud both times that he's come back, and, and uh, I I don't know. He did he won once. That's I have, great. No, 
I have no interest in seeing Haley again. I mean, nothing against oh, yeah, her. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's just like, wait, Haley, who was that again? Oh, wait, okay, I know. <laughs> she did make the jury, so, I mean, that's to her credit. But I, I don't need to see her again. Yeah, and I, I wasn't huge high on Debbie. I wouldn't... I, I really... She's funny, though. Yeah, like, she's I don't, random. I don't, I don't know if she's at the top of my list, but she, <laughs> she's good TV. But yeah, I would say just more ones that, yeah, she was good TV. That's why I just would say that JT, I'm just, he made a fool of himself in Heroes versus Villains and this, he was just kind of, so, and I don't know, I feel like maybe I've seen enough Ozzy, like he's got the most days. I don't know if I really need to see Ozzy back again on Survivor. Again, yeah, I I feel like Malcolm. He's pretty, but. (laughs) I feel like Malcolm is somebody I could see again because he didn't go very far in the season. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ozzy, I feel like he's played enough. <laughs> this is his fourth uh, season? Uh, yeah, yeah, four times. Yeah. Micronesia, South Pacific. and Fans now... worst favorites. Oh, oh well, you already said that, Micronesia. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then, uh, and, right. And uh, I, I, I would, I mean, I'm always going to be up for another Tony season. I feel like he could kind of learn from what he did wrong this yeah, time and play a little bit different. I'm I'd be curious. Because I feel like he got voted out so early. I really didn't get to see him much. Right. So I'm much more, I'm much more predisposition to, to side with seeing Tony again than seeing somebody like, you know, uh, like Ty, who I probably like more as a player, but I feel like, well, I've already seen him in, you know, two seasons now. So, and, and I saw a lot of him. So maybe it's time to see somebody a little bit different. Yeah. And I mean, you even forgot she's almost was almost forgot she was on the season, but Sierra Easton, like she's right. super overrated. Like she voted her mom out in a planned thing. Like she gets way too much credit for that. Like they'd yeah. agreed to do it. It wasn't. She's been on the show three times now. So yeah. like, that's a lot. You know, yeah. I, she... I, don't, I, don't see I mean, he's been on two before now. So oh, he, yeah. was, he was voted out early. So yeah. Is particularly exciting either, but that's uh, true. I'm just trying to think of like who you know. She gets a ton of credit by Jeff because she went to Rocks that one vote, and because she voted her mom out. And it's like, okay, like, calm down. Girl who voted her mom out. Her and her mom agreed on it. Like it was not like some like crazy thing. Right. Anyway, so yeah. Those would be some of the more duds. I, I I would be up for seeing Sandra again, believe it or not. I thought she just did so good. And I I don't know. I I was really impressed with her. So. Yeah, I could I could see that. I, um, I more I don't know, maybe even somebody from another season then. But mm-hmm. yeah, but my original question was who of this season did you want to yeah, see? Yeah, right. Um yeah, and I don't know. It's interesting. I, the Game Changers season. Do you feel like that plate where there was there a, was it a good uh, a lot of big moves? Kind of a good season as far as that kind of that thing played out as far yeah, as Game Changers. I, I like I, w- I was saying it earlier in the podcast. I think the tribal councils were very exciting. Yeah. So that's kind of where those game changing type moments happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think they got the drama they wanted. So what do you think of this new uh, season? All new players, which I'm very excited about. Um, heroes versus healers versus hustlers. I, it's like, eh. I, a lot of times these, 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 especially when you have tribes of uh, three tribes, these 
uh, ways that they categorize people are pretty flimsy. (laughs) And and, this reminds me of uh, Survivor Worlds Apart, which was blue collar, white collar, and no collar. It's very similar to that idea. And yeah, I, I don't, right now, I don't even think that distinctions are that defined. I mean, this is heroes versus healers and hustlers. And I guess you're deciding we're going to group people by their sort of uplifting qualities. But it's such a, an abstract quality. I mean, at least yeah. color, white collar, that is your actual job. This is just like, oh, well, I, I'm a healer, you know, or, or I'm a hero. I mean, I, I think one person can be both. I mean, what if exactly. you're a doctor? You're a doctor. You're a hero and you're a healer. Right. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm open to it. I, I will say, though, we didn't get to see a lot of the new people, but the bellhop, what did you think about that? I can't remember. There was a guy, he's like, I'm a bellhop. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's like not a very glamorous job, but I, I'm already like He's the hustler, that. evidently, right? Is that, I don't even remember how they- He'd have to be. There's no way a bellhop is a hero. I mean, gosh, uh, but yeah, I thought some of them, especially the hustlers, that's one, that's the one that's going to be a stretch. Like someone's personal assistant, like really, uh, is that really a hustler? Right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is. What do I know? Um, I mean, but you know, it's all going to come down to whether they cast good people, whether yeah. they, what their job is, is like less. less that's important. the only nervousness to me. Cause I really didn't care for worlds apart. It's still survivor. I still, you know, like the season, but that was my least favorite. Cause, cause just cause all of this personal stuff got brought in and all of this, it just was so mean, mean spirited. Uh-huh. And I, that's the only thing I worry about this, like bringing people's jobs into like they did last, like they did with worlds apart. I worry Oh, by the that, way, you are correct. Uh, the bellhop was a hustler, and uh, his name is Ryan. So he looked a little bit like like they were casting him as the like Johnny Cochran. Is oh, was he the one that um that like the turtlenecks? Yes. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I forgot that he was a bellhop. Well, focused on like I want to say like five or six people. They didn't. Yeah, there's a lifeguard, personal assistant. Right. Um. This is the fourth season uh, filmed in Fiji, by the way. They're going to back to Fiji again. I'm glad they did because I think part of uh, Nicaragua, at least an interview I heard with Natalie Anderson, she said that there was almost no like fruit or food of any kind, like like hanging kind of fruit and things for them to eat. And I think that's yeah. what uh, like brought on the trading the rice and some of those kind of things. So I, I'm glad they're in a spot where um, they have mm-hmm. enough food. Right. <laughs> We don't want them to die. We just right. want them to suffer. <laughs> because you want them to be healthy enough to be able to play and yeah, be able to be entertaining. And When you see these people and they show up the challenges and they're all emaciated, <laughs> I start to get like, ah, please just... give them a banana or something because <laughs> yeah. that doesn't look healthy. I mean, I, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I'm glad I don't need for them to be in different places a beach is a beach is a beach as far as right, i'm concerned right. is the in a way, it doesn't matter where they film it it's just as long as it sort of looks remote. yeah because they used to like back survivor thailand they used to have like cultural challenges kind of where you like as a reward you would go like tour thailand or or right. they would have like the the head of some tribe come and like introduce introduce challenges survivor fiji did a lot of that uh and uh and ironically because now they're in fiji but um uh but i i don't miss that i don't care 
you know, a reward is a reward is a reward. So it doesn't matter to me. (laughs) I'm not watching Survivor for my travel, uh, (laughs) travel porn, you know, I, I, uh, I can watch the travel channel for that uh, just fine. So that is, that's fine with me. Um, it's probably, I would assume it helped them save money, which on season 34, I'm sure they need to. Yeah. I wonder like if, uh, all of this filming in Fiji helps tourism there. Like do people like book vacations there because they say, Oh, I want to go there. I'm sure there's some, yeah, I'm sure there's some, uh, yeah. So, uh, that's all I really had. Do you have any other questions that you want to talk about? Uh, the ones you had submitted? No, I think. I think that was it. We, I mean, we kind of discussed everything that uh, I wanted to talk about uh, as we went through the mm-hmm. questions. So, no, I, I definitely did a good yeah. job of it. Well, and I think that Sarah could be one that would do really well on a, if she came back again. Because even though she's a winner, she's one of those winners that I feel like still wouldn't be seen as like a big threat for some reason. I just, I just have that feeling uh, yeah. that... Uh, uh, unlike a Tony or somebody like that, that's so big and you know, right. whatever. Her personality is very understated. So you kind of feel like, well, I can take her again because it's like not, you know, uh, it's, it, it's, it's very subtle and, and, you know, she's full of humility. Russell Hans is somebody who is always a really exciting person to watch, but he's such a big personality that he just sort of dominates to the point where you're like, oh, I can't take more of that, you know, personality. Over yeah. Do you have a, I'm just curious, do you have a favorite season of one that you like the uh, most? What was that? We were talking about this, and I can't remember now which is the one I said. I remember you said Redemption Island is your least favorite, but I don't remember which one. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about that one. I mean, it's hard because, like, a lot of the seasons kind of blend together. Yeah. There are certain things that happen in seasons that I, I like, and, and, and then other things that, it, you know. Yeah. But, I can't remember. I, I, I like, I've liked a lot. I mean, I like yeah. more than I don't like. Right. Yeah, me too. I've liked, uh, I, even World Apart, I still enjoyed it. Like, it's still something to watch. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I, I, I also love Surviving the Amazon. That's another favorite of mine. Uh, so yeah, that's everything I think we have to say. So uh, where can people find you? So you can find more of my uh, film reviews on fastfilmreviews.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter, uh, Mark underscore Hoban. Awesome. So I'll have that all in the description section. And that should be really, really fun. And I am doing, tomorrow, I'm doing a podcast with my friend Richard. We're going to be talking all about Titanic. So that'll be a special classic movie, whatever, older movie podcast that I'm really looking forward to. So something to look forward to tomorrow. And uh, thanks so much for doing this. This was a lot of fun to talk about. Talk about Survivor. I'm normally, uh, you know, on podcasts for movie reviews. So fun to talk (laughs) about television for a change. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. All right. Well, we will see you all later.